Greetings, Albuquerque. Welcome to October, the time of ghosts and spirits. This is our Halloween and Dia de los Muertos episode, and it's only appropriate that our guest could be considered somewhat of an expert on specters and spooky things, so much so, his business has been the location of several paranormal TV shows. Lindsay and Lorenzo revisit this well-known haunt to get an update from the owner of this brothel-turned-bed-and-brew about the ghostly experiences he's experienced firsthand. Join us, if you dare, for this otherworldly edition of What's Up, ABQ. Woo! Hey, Albuquerque, this is Lindsay. This is Lorenzo. And this is What's Up, ABQ. What's up, Albuquerque? This is Lorenzo. And this is Lindsay. And today we have a returning guest with us. And I'm really excited because it's been like, I think, four years, almost we said. Years. Almost four years. Almost to the day. Almost to the Oh, wow. Really? It was November. So oh close-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us uh, where we are. Okay. I am Jesse Heron, returning. This is we are sitting in our little uh, trolley car tap room at Painted Lady Bed and Brew. We, we've been working on this for the past five years and we've now converted it into what we call the ghost light saloon so now it's a cool spot to drink a beer it is a really cool spot to drink a beer it's amazing because the last time we were here it was just like an empty trolley and now that's like a whole it's a whole thing it's a whole yeah, thing it's a whole thing it's, it's a whole thing it's, it's really a, cool it's a little tap room it's a trolley it's got some really good ghosty vibes i really like it yeah i think it's the one part of the property that's not haunted but you know like <laughs> right. they come and go and flow through here i'm sure but yeah it's got you know we decorated it it's got old vintage albuquerque photos there's uh photos from the library of congress about albuquerque so it's kind of like a little museum then also a lot of abq trolley stuff which is the other business i co-own like you know trolley memorabilia it's like a, a little little uh, museum for the albuquerque trolley plus you know this place so it's all very trolley centric very albuquerque you know historic that is so cool so uh you said the the name is the ghosts light what is the background of that name? That's a good question. It just sounds cool, right? Yeah. So Ghost Light Saloon. So originally, the um, people that built this property, the what is now the Bed and Brew, um, the owner is a guy named Cesario Gonzalez. He, back in the, the heyday, so 1880s to early 1900s, so this place operated as a brothel. It was a swastika saloon, which we covered on the last one. So nobody freak out about swastika. This is like good swastika. Um, but he also had one in the downtown red light district called the Red Light Saloon. So originally this was gonna be Red Light Saloon, kind of paying tribute to that. And then I don't know, I just uh, was drinking a beer with my girlfriend and we were like, ah, it's just like too easy. Let's do something like a little bit of a difference. So it's like more unique that you know, we did, so ghost light. So a ghost light, if you're in the theater, uh, all theaters have a ghost light. They keep it on stage um, in the evening, like until the morning, in case somebody's on stage and they happen to not see the edge of the stage and they fall off into the orchestra pit. So kind of building on that. And then ghost lights are also these like other weird atmospheric phenomena where people see these little lights in the sky. And it goes back through um, different cultures that these lights are rumored to be like paranormal or there might be devils or might be fairies or they might be ghosts of restless spirits and I was like oh that's sick let's, let's, we're doing that ghost light and stuff so 
Nice. I like the reference because it kind of ties everything in with this uh, property and we'll kind of get to that. And if you haven't listened to the first episode where we interviewed Jesse, um, it's, oh my gosh, it's a couple seasons first, back. First season. Yeah, first yeah, season. It, it was, was like the first season. Ep- for when the, episode 15-ish, something yeah. like that. So yeah, it was. I went back to, to make sure I could talk about this. Well, and it's crazy to me because like we came the first time to talk about like the property and like, oh, you know, what are you doing with your business? And you're like, all right, so did you want to hear about the ghost? And we were like, whoa, what? Like, didn't even know that was coming. And also that that is super exciting. (laughs) So now, now that we know about the property, we're here for the ghosts this time. I mean, let's do it. It's, (laughs) it's, tis the season. It's getting close. People are, I mean, we have, I mean, there's ghosts year round here and stuff, but no, it is cool. And I think Last time I was telling you, a lot of the hotels in town are like haunted spots. So, you know, we if you grew up here, you know about certain places like Hotel Andalus, Having Ghosts, and Hotel Park Central, and the Chemo. And most of those places don't really want to embrace it, especially the hotels, because oh, they yeah. get a lot. As soon as a guest walks in, they read or hear that's haunted, they might walk. I mean, I know Hotel Andalus <laughs> has lost entire like conventions of people who are going to wow. stay because one incident or, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're like, I, I, I travel to those places, or like I, at least I used to, and I'll tell you why I don't anymore. But so we've fully embraced it here. And so if you are, you know, you're into that paranormal sort of stuff, you listen to like the ghostly podcasts, or you watch the TV shows, like this is a good spot to have an experience. And uh, having the, the trolley here for happy hour for our guests every day, they'll tell us about ghost stories they've witnessed or have had experience in the rooms here. Like I just got a text from a lady. <laughs> yesterday that was kind of creepy you know and i'm like okay crazy that's a, that's You're a like, good i wish one, i could so. say i'm surprised but at this point i'm just not like i know it's here yeah she had a real creepy one so which is kind of cool because if you go on our google you know you google painted lady bed and brew and you look at the reviews you can t- do a search for ghosts and you'll see probably 40 or 50 that either mention like there were no ghosts or ghosts or ghost stories or my husband woke up and he has scratches on his back and it's like Ooh. oh shit, sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> apologies like, well we gotta go yeah, it's been fun maybe that was us maybe it was <laughs> You. I don't know. So, but yeah, we embraced it. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's haunted. AF. So. <laughs> well, and I remember. And so it's funny. So like, I am like one of those people. I love ghost shows. I love like like if something's haunted, like I want to go there. I say that if I actually had like an experience, though, I don't know. I, we we did we did book a hotel in Portland for three nights and ended up staying there for one night. And we were like, peace, we're out. Like, it was a we really just... cool hotel. Oh, did you guys like... bail out early? Yeah, we bailed out early. We yeah. bailed out was... early. We just we just got this like. There was some vibes, man. Yeah. It was like being watched, not in a good way. Like just heavy, <laughs> weird. Watched in a good way. From <laughs> I don't know. With a stranger watching, you're all, ooh yeah. This is what I'm into. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. No, they put us in this room. It was the Jefferson Airplane room. It's a it's a it's a chain in Portland called. McMinimins and oh, they I've heard about it. People have told me about it. It sounds rad. It's awesome. They, yeah, it's a great place. They yeah. renovate all these really cool historic buildings. Like they renovated an entire elementary school and now it's like a brewery and like event center. Yeah. Insane asylum out in Edgewood, Edgefield in um Troutdale, yeah. Oregon. I mean, you know, all over the state. Um there is one that's a haunted Masonic lodge that they, you know, it apparently Sweet. Yeah. So we we stayed at one of the hotels downtown in Portland, the Crystal Hotel. Yeah. Crystal Hotel? Yeah. I think so. And they put us in the Jefferson Airplane Room, which was like these They're all named after like like 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s like music uh, icons. Yeah. There's like these murals on the walls and it was like all of Jefferson Airplane, but like their eyes like follow it was just <laughs> I don't know, man. It was yeah. just and it takes a lot to like irk me, but yeah, we so were, were not, like peace. It got gotcha. you. Uh, gotcha. Bye. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I would seek that out. I mean, to to a point, maybe. Yeah. 
And I know that some people do. It's like a dark tourism kind of thing. They so. do. And, you know, there's people that are fans of, that are foodies. They will follow where Guy Fieri's been on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And same with the ghost shows, like Ghost Adventures. They came here and filmed during the pandemic, and then our episode aired, and you know we got people stopping by and showing up at weird hours on the on the cameras, doing weird stuff. Or they book a room and they do weird stuff and they kick up activities. So that's like the same thing. They follow those places, you know, like they'll land in a city, look up Ghost Adventures locations, see what's there. And this is the only one that they've ever done in Albuquerque was here at Painted Lady. I think the last time we came, it was like right around the time where they were either getting ready to come or they had just wrapped. I can't remember exactly. So it's 2019, this was a year later. So I think that I had been on Psychic Kids, which that's maybe is one. what I talked about, yeah, which is hilarious. And that was, I mean, that one was kind of funny. You can watch it. I just, uh, there's some clips of it on, on the internet. I just rewatched one uh, recently. So that was like the first big, big-ish kind of one. That one's on A&E. I don't even know if it's still on anymore, actually. But it was, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It was like on TV. It was on a network people know. It was cool. I don't know. It was fun, but the producers were like, okay, so if the if the kid gets things right, like make a big deal about it, make him feel really good, which is fine. I totally yeah. get that. But then also what they don't show in the in that show is like I'm walking through with their camera team and producers and I'm doing the whole like MTV Cribs come yeah. come inside my, my brothel. Yeah. <laughs> come, step, come step in. Check Let me it out. come on in, you know, open up the refrigerator. And I'm telling them the stories and stuff. And then, like, I remember there was a light by my bedside table that was flickering. And it flickers all the time because it's an LED bulb and they don't like to be dimmed. And so it flickered. And the producer goes, whoa, 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 what was that? Cap capture that. Does that happen often? I was like, yeah, it happens all, all the time. Because it's the electricity. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, let's, let's do it again, but don't say that. And I was like, hmm. So they are... Like the storyline a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. And then it was like everything I told them was stuff that he picked up. I don't know. It was weird. The kid was cool. Ironically. It was a cool show. But I was like, man, that was like kind of like... Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. But then after that, we got on uh, Travel Channel. Had a new show coming out called Hotel Paranormal. I've seen that one. With yeah. Dan Aykroyd hosting, which was super oh, wow. cool. So they somehow heard about this place. And they flew me out to... They, they did the taping in Buffalo, New York. So they, they bring people there. It's like two different stories per episode. And uh, they're based out of Toronto. So I stayed in Toronto. So free trip to Toronto, which oh, was rad. Super nice. awesome. In winter, but it was awesome. And then they did the taping in Buffalo. And they do like, um, you know, I'm on camera telling these ghost stories like super close up. And then they film it in Toronto. And they try to find like a, a place that looks like Albuquerque or but they have no idea what the yeah. southwest looks like yeah. and so they show so it you know like, nope. yeah which would have been understandable but like you know so they like they, it comes out and I'm watching with my mom and it says like southwestern USA and it, it won't disclose the location and I'm like well I want the promotion of Painted Lady yeah. Bed and Brew in there. You can say it it's okay. I'm gonna use it use it yeah here is the address you know <laughs> and they like pan on you know southwestern USA and it's like a little I mean it was Arizona it was yeah. I mean it it was just so far off and then the, the Bed and Brew you know we're like single story long and they had like a row house in Baltimore looking thing and but it was like good effort and stuff and then it, it airs and they have a guy who's playing me but everybody's like this much more attractive version of me with oh more muscles God. and I was like what You're the like, hell do you, do I need to pick who plays me or 
are you guys yeah. just going to tell me no? Like, it was, like everybody came out and I get these text messages. They're like, wow, that guy's like, looks kind of like you, but, and I was wearing a Zia bolo tie for the interview. Cause like repping. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then they put this guy in like a bolo tie. So then I'm like, damn it. They think I'm a hipster now. And I was like, this is just. <laughs> it's totally misconstrued what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, he's way more ripped than you. And I was all cool. Thanks dad. Yeah. Me. Thanks. Awesome. Makes yeah. Me feel good. Yeah. So you've had a lot of different shows kind of come here and it's a little bit of traction. I always, Ghost Adventures is so funny. I have like a love-hate relationship with that show. I think most people do too. And I do as well. I but feel, yes. I feel like so, it's like, it's like your dirty little secret. You're like, yeah, sometimes I watch Ghost Adventures. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're, we're watching a new one. What's the, what is it called? Oh, it's uh, a British one. I can't remember. They take more of like the spiritual. It's like, like help my house is haunted or something. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, interesting. Yeah. But it's funny because I always picture what I think Zach Baggins would be like in real life. Is he actually that way like all the time or is that mostly for the cameras? I just have to ask. No, he's like that. He was, and I get this question all the time. <laughs> um, he's exactly as you'd expect him to be. Exactly as he is on, on camera. But so he, they came here during the pandemic. This is like August 2020. So there's no there's no vaccine. There's no talk of it. Everything's pretty dark. It's pretty bleak. And so they came. And so it was face masks. It was I mean, they almost didn't allow them to film here. It was like I got the news that Ghost Images are going to film. This is going to be huge for like the business and just yeah. great publicity. And then it was like, well, they're not going to allow them because of the the restrictions we had here in New Mexico on filming. And then I had to like, you know, but they, they did it and it was great. We got permission. But it was like with restrictions when we're in the mass and stuff. And so the other three guys are like great. Like Aaron, who yeah. is everybody's favorite, was like awesome, like hilarious, like a jokester. And he He's was my really cool. Too, I gotta say it. Yeah. And the other guys, the other guys were great as well. And Zach was a little bit standoffish. Um, he always reminds me of like, come out and fight me, ghost. Like, and you know, he, is, he is like a machismo type yeah. of dude. But also in his defense, I get it because he's like the showrunner, producer, I mean, he's like the lead investigator or whatever, so he's got a lot going on. So you really couldn't be bothered, but I think it's because he's just in business mode, you know, which I right, totally right, understand. Right. But then the camera comes on, like I, I would try to like go like say hi to him or whatever, and he wasn't interested in, in that at all until the cameras were on, and then he was, you know, real good and stuff. But um, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it just, it's so funny. You're like, who would have thought, like, when you started renovating this place as, like, a business, you're like, oh, cool. And then, like, Ghost Adventures just showed up one day, like, whatever, you know, no but big I deal. Did. It was funny because I, when I bought it back in 2014, my little brother and sister, we had, like, we would always watch Ghost Adventures together. I think my little brother went to Zach Bagans for Halloween one year. Just, <laughs> like, you watch idea, it and actually. you, like, it's, like, funny and, and it's, he's, easy to make fun of but he, you know whatever and I was like they're like oh well, maybe someday it'll be on Ghost Adventures so we always had this joke about it then I remember I got the call and they were going to film and I was like guys you'll never you know guess what it's, it's happening and it was like oh this is amazing yeah. and it was a good episode like it was a good episode there wasn't a lot of like spooky stuff happening when they came because we had all these cleansings been done and it was yeah. fairly quiet but I was like it's going to be a good episode because the history's here yeah we got great ghost stories here. I don't know if they're going to capture anything, but then it turned out like they kicked up a whole lot of activity mm -hmm. and things got real bad. Like the episode's good. Oh, wow. Things got real bad once they left and we had to have another cleansing. And it, I mean, it was real, wow. it was kind of scary. So, so I, I'm a couple of things. I want to know about the, the cleansings, the sort of, uh, it sounds like the activity sort of fluctuates. And then I guess if we have time, um, how do you find yourself on the radar of these folks? Like, 
ghost adventurers? How do they know about you guys? So, so many questions. I know. Right? I'll start with the second one because yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. So, we come out on Travel Channel mm -hmm. for Hotel Paranormal. Yeah. Ghost Adventures is also on Travel mm -hmm. Channel. Mm -hmm. So, what did it though, interestingly enough, was I had texted Tessa Mintis, she's a news anchor on KOB on Channel mm -hmm. 4. Um, and I said, hey, we're going to be on Hotel Paranormal. Do you guys want to do a story? And so they came and sent over Hawker Vanguard for this Erie, New Mexico, or Erie Enchantment segment. Mm -hmm. And they aired that about me, you know, uh, had my trip to Toronto and the filming and stuff. But it was actually Zach Bagans saw that. He didn't see the Travel Channel Hotel Paranormal. He saw the clip on KOB from local news about this haunted place. And so a PA from Ghost Adventures, like, texted me. And that, and that was it. So it wasn't that they, they don't watch their, their own network, I guess, you know, cause, but... Um, and then the, the, the first question um, was about cleansings and how that stuff sort of works, right? Yeah, yeah. I think th there's a portal here. It'll feel good for a while, and we've done this cleansing, and then people come, especially during the pandemic, we have a lot of locals after Ghost Avengers came out, and they want, like, a scary experience. Mm -hmm. So they book a room for the night. And then they invite like 10 people. And I'm like watching this people show up at like midnight on the cameras. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And they bring in Ouija boards and they bring in oh, yeah, pendulums. Just, yeah. And they don't know what they're doing. And they're like stirring up stuff. And then they leave. And I'm grateful for, you know, the, the business, I guess. Pick up your mess. <laughs> but I'm walking in the rooms and there's like incense still burning. There's weird markings. And I'm like, okay, so what are they doing? And then all of a sudden, yeah. like I live here. And stuff would get real bad and I'm like it's these people who are bringing in these these entities or they're doing something so they're it would they, maybe they're inviting things or exactly it's, yeah it's you like can't they're opening up that invitation more than it was before and you can't control that you know so that that happens so we do cleansings every few months or so um, I have video of, of most of them which is which is cool and fun um, but then there's like a a portal on the property so when they do these cleansings they remove all the all the bad spirits and you can feel the difference you can like fill them leave the energy feels different and then a few months later something comes through because it's like an airport you can't control what comes through here and i don't know how this stuff works i have like theories i was skeptical but i've had and i still am when people tell me stuff i'm all well i don't know but like i've had enough experiences here and I've seen things, and I've seen an actual ghost like once, and I've seen other weird things I can't describe. But one of the coolest, the coolest story I have is, I, it was uh, just before the pandemic, I think it was early March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I had, uh, you know, I was living here, and one of the original brothel doors, I turned into a headboard. Cool, right? Yeah, like, yeah. upcycle, you know, yeah, Martha yeah. Stewart. <laughs> and so I turned into a headboard, and I'm sleeping and like middle of the night there's a, a loud noise that wakes me up and you know if you're sleeping and there's like a loud noise but you've been asleep so you have no context of what it was so you don't know if it was like somebody's knocking or if it was a gunshot or a firework so I'm just startled awake and the room's dark already because I have dark, dark you know blackout curtains and stuff so my eyes are adjusting to the darkness and there's this whooshing noise coming out of the headboard and as my eyes adjust there's all these objects that are one-dimensional about this this size like the size of like a small basketball but they're all weird shapes and weird angles and they're blacker than black which if you listen to po po ghost podcasts you hear that a lot and i could tell you 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 know it when you see it wow so the room's dark 
but these things are like pitch black. Wow. And there's hundreds or thousands of them and they're just whooshing out of the headboard and I'm just looking forward and they're just filling the room floor to ceiling in like a vortex. You're like, mm. all I wanted was a really cool headboard. That's what I signed up for. <laughs> right. And it was, I mean, I just, I, I was making sure, you know, I've had so many ghost things over the, over the past nine years. You know, you, you, you wake up, you make sure you're, you're awake, you're not dreaming. I look at the clock and see what time it is. And then I usually grab my phone um, and do like a little note exactly what, what happened, what time it is, how I'm feeling, so I don't forget about it. And so I'm definitely awake and I'm just watching this, like this spectral display happen. It's like the unit, it's just this crazy thing that I don't think many people have ever seen. And one of the reasons I listen to all the paranormal podcasts is to see if someone else has had something mm -hmm. similar. I could be yeah. like, okay, that, that's a thing. But it was just this crazy thing. So I don't know what it was if those, those little objects were spirits or what, but it filled the room floor to ceiling and I watched it for like five minutes and then it didn't feel scary and I just went back to sleep. You know, it was like four in the morning or whatever, but it was like, it was amazing. So I'm pretty sure that was the portal opening out of the headboard, which later on I've had psychics come here to do cleansings and they're like, is your headboard a door? And I'm all, yeah. yeah. They're all, you know that that's like a doorway, right? And I'm like, oh, well, it used to be. Yeah, they're all, no, it's an actual doorway for spirits to come through. You've got to get rid of that door. So I've, ah. it's in my shed. Yeah, oh, so like. Just yeah. not above your head. Yeah, and, uh, like, yeah. but you know, Zach has his haunted uh, museum in Vegas with mm -hmm. the, the haunted objects. So I want to try to get him that headboard and, you know. Nice. I tried to give him a demon trap when he was here, but he was just, he's just a weird to talk to. He was like yeah. very distant and like, I don't know. So I was like, well, whatever, maybe dude. Maybe not now, but maybe later, Zach, yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. Sure, right. take my demon trap, please. Yeah, <laughs> so let's do it. A little parting gift for you. Take it with you, take it far away. Yeah, I mean, I've got them. They're like right up there on the on the dash. You can kind of see them be behind the oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I see it, I see it. So what is it like a pan with some? Yeah, kind of. So they yeah. do this thing where they they are gonna remove a spirit forcefully. It's, so it's like a spirit who won't go out like through normal cleansings of sage and you know that sort of stuff. Yeah. So they have this. It's like a bread pan basically, and they put Epsom salts in it and like cat's claw and weird stuff, and they light it on fire. And then they're like burning sage and like channeling this thing to go into the trap and so it's happened twice and i was like can i keep them because why wouldn't you you <laughs> yeah. know and they're all yeah so i've got them and we started doing just this past friday so kind of opening the property slowly to the public where you don't yeah. need to stay the night so in the trolley the ghost light saloon every friday from 1 30 to 3 30 we have a tour called brews and booze where you know we come into the trolley our little trolley car, it seats 13 people. Like that's for real, 13 people, mm -hmm. you know. Oh wow. And we do, you get a beer with admission. Nice. And we do, you know, there's a little TV screen flips down. So it's like right here. Yeah. So you got a beer. We have old, we have historic photos of the property. This we is have, a really cool spot, yeah. We have photos of, of, you know, trolleys in Albuquerque. We go and we do a tour of the rooms. We come back here. You know, you can do more beer if you want. And I then we want to do that. I'm like, it's on my radar now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to do that one of these Fridays. So then we start telling stories, you know, my stories about living here for the past yeah. nine years. And so there's like the demon trap video and here's a trap and here's a clip from Ghost Adventures. And here's the, the guy that played me on Hotel Paranormal and how he's much better looking than me, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I hope I meet him someday. Out of this tour right I know. <laughs> so it's cool, but it's a way for the public to come in, get some ghost stories, get a beer. You know, eventually we bring our own beer. We've, you know, that's coming here in the next Ooh, wow. few weeks or so, hopefully. So, yeah. 
So I have to tell you this, and it's just so funny, and I, I, I know you're probably going to roll your eyes at me, but it's fine. Oh, no. So the last time when my brother and I came here, season one, it's so weird to say season one. What season is it now? Uh, three? Are we three? I don't even is that know. It? Uh, three or I, four? I feel like it's like four. I like five, four or five. I don't know. Yeah. I, we'll count it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can fix that. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I don't even know. Um, it's been a few. No, it was funny because you had gone, we were taking a break and you had gone inside to do something really quick or grab water or something. And my brother's like, I don't know, man, there's just like a vibe. And I feel like because I'm a dude. I am not wanted here right now. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Where did you guys record? Uh, it was just outside. Yeah, we were like sitting right, right under the tree, in the shade yeah. there, in those two right bar there. stools, like right out there. I think. And it was oh. funny because I was like, huh, that's interesting. And he's like, yeah, I just feel like I am like, like, it's just this vibe. Like, I'm a dude. You need to get out. And I was just like, hmm. And it was funny because I got the feeling, like me personally, like I picked up on the feeling of like, you're a guest here. It's okay that you're here, but don't touch anything. Like that was the impression yeah, like, I was like, I can see you're that. welcome here, but don't touch anything. This isn't yours. Like just don't <laughs> touch anything. And I, it was just really weird. I was like, okay, I'm behind my manner. Shit. You know, like, it's, no, they are kind of very possessive of the property. And yeah. when I, when I, and I, on the last episode of this, uh, you know, four years ago, I was telling you guys, like when I first moved in doing the renovations, I mean, the, the property needed so much work. It was kind of like neighborhood eyesore, you know, it was embarrassing almost. <laughs> But it needed so much, and so right away, you know, things were happening, and you could, you know, you hear these things about, you know, you start doing renovations, yeah. old places, it kicks up the spirits and stuff, and I was like, I'm bringing it back to what you guys knew it as, you know, yeah. getting rid of the drop ceilings and the linoleum tile and the shag carpet, and you know, <laughs> like the, the, shag the crappy oh. renovation that happened in the 70s, so peeling back the layers to like what it looked like when it was a saloon and brothel, you know, yeah. with like modern updates and stuff too. But the energy then was like real, it was real dark. I mean, it felt like it was cursed. There was things that were happening in my personal life that were, I was just like, I can't, I can't, like I can't win type of Charlie Brown attitude, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we've tried really hard over the past, you know, I've been here almost 10 years to change the energy and it's changed yeah. definitely by yeah. bringing in Pink Warrior House. So they're the nonprofit. On the last one, I was like, they, they're just about to move in. Yeah, I remember that. So they've been here for four years now. Nice. So they're Pink Warrior House. They, they, it's a nonprofit local. They support women who are battling breast cancer. So we got the nice Painted Lady mural. You know, the energy has changed quite a bit. Um, so, you know, we've really embraced like the feminine side and kind of right. made a very powerful women, you know, there's photos in the rooms of women drinking beer during prohibition and like, you know, it's a real, real cool place and it's changed a little bit for sure. But when ghosts come into the room and I'm sleeping, I can tell if it's male or if it's female and I'd rather it be female because yeah. they're not as... They're very more. They're more um, gentle. The, mm -hmm. the male spirits are like imagine walking into like a locker room. And some dudes like <laughs> yeah. puffed out chest, like "Hey, bro," you know, and you're just like, ah, you know. It's just like weird. They're yeah. very like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Well, but it's I can just tell it's funny that you say that. Yeah, because it was it was to me it was a very like female feeling of like you're a guest, don't touch anything. Yeah. Like, don't break anything. No, I totally <laughs> like, get it. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Sure. Got it. Check. Nice. You know? And my brother was like, man, I don't know, man. I just feel like they, it's just like, I'm a dude and they just don't want me here. And I was like, well, yeah. maybe not. We were, we were outside too. So like go in the rooms <laughs> and it's entirely different. Although I don't think they're confined. Like, I don't know what the ghost realm is or what their rules are, but I don't think like you're stuck in a room. I mean, why could you not just right, move just through like different places? Mm -hmm. Or I don't think that you have to have died somewhere to be stuck there I yeah. think that if you had an attachment to a place and that's what you remember and you want to go back to what's familiar you know like that's where you can return to mm. so 
who do you think is here? Do you have any sense of like who's here on the regular? Like, is there well, some resident ghosts that hang out, or is it just sort of like you, you were saying, you know, like a bus station where everybody's kind of in and out? Or I think there are people who have a connection to this place who either died here or they just spent a lot of days here. I mean, there was it was a, it was a you know it was a brothel from probably 1881 when it was built into the early 1970s or 80s, you oh, know, wow. running illegally under the radar. Because <laughs> really? there's people who I've met in this Wells Park neighborhood who tell me when they were little kids, you know, the saloon closed during Prohibition and turned into Charlie's Grocery. And they told me when they were kids, they would have walked past the bordello to go to Charlie's to buy candy, you know. And mm-hmm. they're not old enough to, I mean, like they're old, but it was like they would have been, it would have been middle of the 20th century when that yeah. was happening. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I forget where I was going with that. (laughs) Resident ghosts. Resident ghosts, yeah. (laughs) So there's people, I mean, there are... You know, on my, on my website, if you go to bre- uh, breakfastisoverrated.com slash newspaper archives, there's clickable links and headlines from the Albuquerque Tribune, the Albuquerque Journal from the early 1900s about knife fights and stabbings and roadhouse complaints. You can actually, like, zoom in and read the story, which is super cool. Yeah. So there have been I'm people be who... later today. <laughs> it's neat. So there have been... I do have names of people who have died or have died because of, of a gunfight here or a knife fight or something. So I think... A lot of them are male, mm-hmm. and they enjoy being here because it was a roadhouse. It was lawless, basically, you know. And they come here and they had their way with women. And for the women, it wasn't a good place. It was, right. it was a crib brothel, which is like the lower category of brothels. They were probably, they probably, you know, lived here on the property. They probably traded out their, you know, these things for uh, food, food and board, basically. So they weren't making any money. And they lived in these small little rooms, and there might have been dirt floors, so it wasn't great. So I can get why some of the resident ghosts were, were female, and they didn't have a good life here. And for some reason, I don't know if they were trapped here, but they just were here. So one of the cool stories that happened since our last um, podcast story, this was 2021. And so I'm, you know, I'm asleep in the, the room with the headboard, you know, this is before <laughs> the headboard opened up and I saw the portal. And I feel, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I start dreaming and I've learned over the years so and I'm, I'm dreaming and then all of a sudden the dream shifts to something kind of scary, like ghosty and it feels weird. The first few years I would just force myself to go back to sleep or I would just power through and have these really vivid nightmares. But then I realized that once that happens, I need to wake myself up because it's something that's actually in the room. Yeah. So this is happening. And so I wake myself up and I look over to the left side and I feel this very aggressive male like energy, this male spirit. And my legs feel a little bit like they can't move, you know, but I can move everything else. So I'm like, okay, getting ready to like fight this thing off, like physically and mentally, which I've had to do a lot over the years. And then I roll over to the right side and right by my bedside table, there's this little, little ghost girl. And I had never seen a ghost. She's still the only one in all my years I've actually seen where I don't know if she revealed herself to me because she needed me to see her to feel like she was protecting me. But I remember I looked right at her and I was as close as we are, Lorenzo, where I'm like arm's length away. And I'm looking right at her and I'm, I can see the makeup on her eyes mm-hmm. and I can see her hairs pulled back in like a tight bun. Mm-hmm. And she's Hispanic and she looks between the ages of like 12 to 18. And she's wearing like old dress and I'm like making sure, going through my checklist, are you awake? What time is it? 
and I'm just staring right at her and she won't look at me, but she's staring very stoically like forward. And as soon as I saw her, like that negative energy from the man like spirit dissipated and I just watched her. And at one point she had this weird like red glow that lit up her face a little bit. And she wasn't like not transparent or see-through, but it was like, uh, you can tell that she wasn't really like human mm -hmm. in, in human form. She right. wasn't there. Right. And I just watched her and then eventually she just kind of was gone. And wow. so I got up my iPhone after a few minutes of not being scared, you know? <laughs> and it was cool. I was like, this is crazy because I yeah. actually saw this. And if she walked in this trolley right now, I would recognize her, yeah, you know? I know. Yeah. So she, I think, was like a guardian for me. Mm -hmm. And so during the Ghost Adventures filming, so I had not told anybody that story except for like friends and stuff. Yeah. And so my neighbor, um, Samantha, who I think I mentioned the last one, her family built this property in the 1880s. And it's still, you know, her family's still around. She lives, she grew up in the house next door. She now lives there with her kids as an adult. And she's a professional psychic and medium and it's legit. She's got powers. That's so cool. And she came over for the Ghost Adventures filming so I asked her, since she's part, she knows the property, she's done cleansings over here, she's part of the story. And I hadn't seen her in like four or five years, and you know, I go out to like shake her hand, you know, and she goes, there's a, a Lolita crawls into bed with you at night. And I said, yeah, she does, you know. And, I, and I, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen her, you know, it was crazy. And since I've been there, since the, the first night, you'd feel this presence come into the room and it would crawl on the bed and it doesn't have the weight of like a human form, but it has the mass. So the size of it, but it feels like a cat on the bed, like hmm. very light, right? Heard, but you I've can feel that. it. And she would come in and lie next to me and it wasn't weird. It wasn't creepy or like sexual. It just yeah, felt yeah. very like, um, like a motherly sort of thing, like very nurturing. And then other times she'd come in the room and I, I wouldn't feel her next to me, but I feel her like above my head, like floating. And I was just felt, she had her own little imprint, her own like energy that I recognized. Recognize it, yeah. Yeah. So I think she was here protecting me, you know, especially when that spirit came, you know, that bad one. I, I saw her and I felt like instantly like, okay, she's, she's here for me, you know? Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was like, that was really, really cool and amazing. And then, um, I wouldn't even know what to do with that information. I would just be like, okay, so like you said, going through the checklist, all right, am I awake? Like, what are we, <laughs> yeah, what no, next? you just do it. And then you, you I'm know? like, this is unbelievable. And I could describe her and just yeah. like, it was crazy. But I thought initially, cause she was young yeah. and I thought, you know, maybe she grew up here. Her mom worked here. And so she grew up and she would like, you know, maybe she was a server. She'd bring the guys a whiskey or a beer. And that might've been the case. But then a few years after I had another, you know, group of psychics come through and they, this one was, I think from Arizona. So she didn't know anything about the property. They tried to go in there like blind, basically right, right. not knowing history and stuff. And she said, basically like she was able, she's like, there's a, a female here. And I said, yeah, I was like, can you see her? She's like, I can see her. And I was like, well, I saw her. Can you describe her to me? And she just, she's like, well, she's got her hair up in a bun. And I was like, oh my God. Like, wow. so she yep, saw her. Correct. And she said she, they made her look older than she actually was with the makeup. Mm. And she, and she said she was a worker here. She was one of the prostitutes that was forced to be here. She wasn't here. She was, she was a child. She was probably 12 or 13. But you, I mean, like, like you said, it was lawless. So like, I mean, 
yeah. at this point. And this like, place was like yeah. outside of the city limits for a, a long time. So, you know, the sawmill was right across the street, right here to the uh, Is north that, of that us. that building? Like, that's it was like, so 12th like Street dead-ended right here. Right at Bellamo, which back then this was Indian School Road. Mm -hmm. And the entrance to the sawmill was right here. Okay. And then so the sawmill just sprawled like, you know, this huge stacks of lumber just right across the street. So you had this, you know, early 1900s, mostly men here, you know, ratio of like five or 10 guys every female. So, so this like mining was, towns where it's yes. like their paychecks are just going across the street. Oh, yeah. Like that's- Oh yeah. It was just like right there. So, wow. but then just to bring the story full circle. So we're doing the bruise and boost tour here this past Friday. So a couple two days ago, and I invited a friend of mine who is a psychic who's been here she was interviewed for Ghost Adventures. It didn't it didn't make the cut because mm -hmm. she was being snarky to Zach and she was <laughs> like, he's a D word, you know, <laughs> but she came. And so Imagine. she we were talking afterwards and she picks up on stuff and she's oh, there's still this and there's still this. And I was OK. And she's told me I, I you know, later Friday night, I'm with some friends and she texts me and she's like, you need to call me because I made a promise to a spirit that I would tell you something. And I'm like, OK. So You're I like, called I'm not her. even surprised by this anymore. Sure, okay, one more thing, got it. Yeah, so I, I called her and she said, you know, the little the little girl, she said, you know, she she came when I was driving home and she revealed herself to me in the car, like not revealed herself, but she was yeah. able to present who she was or she sees her in her mind or mind's eye or whatever. I don't know how it works. And she said her name is Maria. And she she's like, I offered to cross her over and she's like she finally let me do it oh, so wow. she's gone now which is great because i felt like i don't want her to be trapped here yeah yeah and i i moved out and moved in with my girlfriend around april of this year and you know my my friend who's a psychic was saying you know she felt different things are different now that you're not here because she felt like she had to protect you and you're one of the good guys and she said, now it's full of not so good guys, not the people that live here or stay right. here now, but I think these other spirits that have come through are kind of taking over. And she was kind of sad that I had left, which is real sad. I was like, oh, this is awful. You're like, you can leave too. It's okay. Know, like, we'll both go. It's I okay. Like, I, I appreciate everything she's done. So we did have like a really interesting like connection and relationship, yeah. you know? Because there were times where things got real scary and I would look for her and I think that she was, they were holding her back because she was just one girl, basically. Yeah. But she was able to cross her over and so I felt like, man, if, I don't know if she was trapped here, if you can be trapped, or if she just felt she had to be here for me, but I've, you know, I moved out and moved around the corner. Um, so she's gone, which is, I feel good because I don't want anybody to be trapped here. I hope that's not how it works. I hope <laughs> you don't die and then you're trapped somewhere and you yeah. can't you know, go to the next, whatever the next thing is. So. Right. That's so interesting. That's, I know, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I want to know more, but uh, do you want to take a quick break? We'll take a quick break and we will be right back. All right. Merch, short for merchandise. You see it, you need it, you want to show it off, especially if it's showing off your New Mexico pride, right? Well, the What's Up ABQ store has it, and it's ready to put on any space, any face, or any sir face. <laughs> Just slip over to whatsupabq.com and click the merch tab above the podcast player. There you'll discover all the accessories, stickers, clothing, and drinkware with a New Mexico flair that you can ever want. Come on, you don't need that new toothbrush anyway, do you? Pick up some merch now at whatsupabq.com. 
All right, we're back. We are back. Sorry, we were uh, talking ghost shop on the break, too. <laughs> so, ghost shop. Ghost shop. So I want to know a little bit about sort of what you think kicks up activity here. And also, what is the most surprising thing that has happened? Well, that's I mean, a good, <laughs> that's a great question. I mean, we just started renovating, well, last uh, February, we started renovating what was the old saloon. So when I moved in, everything was like, uh, they're all apartments, basically. So the saloon part hadn't been done yet. It was, you know, the Shia carpet still, the drop ceiling. Um, the bathroom was like up three or four steps to what used to be the loading dock for the grocery store and saloon. So it was weird and just ugly. So we renovated that, which was awesome because it's a saloon, you know, it was the swastika saloon and you know, that's where you would enter um, to go back to the brothel. So we, it's finished now and we've had it open for just over a year. It was July of last year. But so getting into the re renovations, I think are what kind of kicks stuff up a little right. bit. So we had, you know, in the other rooms, you peel back the, the, the shag carpet and you have the original hardwood floors like being protected by like an inch layer of <laughs> ugly carpet. So I assumed in the saloon, you know, the same thing was gonna happen. So we pulled back that carpet and there's uh, plywood planks like all across the floor. And then they had drywall anchored into the plywall above, like in front of the original adobe. And the contractor was like, F word, you know, <laughs> he's like, this is going to be, what I was mess. like, I need to see what's below the plywood because yeah. I want to see the original floors. Yeah. So he removed all the plywood and all the uh, drywall, which there's no way I would let drywall be in there. You want the original Adobe, the original like structure. And cause right. it has all this energy is all wrapped up in the walls, the Adobe and the floor. So we pulled off the plywood and the floor was like not in great condition, but it, I was like, we need to just fill in the gaps. There's like missing planks, we did it. So there's original pieces of the floor that I, I that we couldn't refurbish because it was like too far gone. But I think it's where the, the bar was because you can see where it's worn down with somebody mm. like walking back and forth, oh, or yeah. pacing back and oh, forth. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that kicks up the energy quite a bit. And then certain people, like there's, I remember maybe eight months ago, there was a lady who came and stayed the night by herself and she was into the ghost stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were talking at happy hour and she's like, I know it's haunted. You know, I read about it. I know it's You're haunted. Like, and yeah, she's like, so I'm gonna, you know, stay here. And then the next night I would, I, I was talking to her again cause she stayed here for, she had four night reservation. And so the next night she's like, I barely slept last night. Like they kept on, like she's sensitive. So they like reach out to her and she's like, they kept like annoying me and they kept talking to me and I couldn't sleep. So she's like, I slept on the couch the entire night. It was like awful. And then the next night she was like, more stuff had happened. And then she didn't even sleep there. She slept at a friend's, she was in town for a conference. So she stayed with a friend at the hotel. Yeah. And then the next morning she texts me and she's like, it's just too much, I, I'm leaving. She's like, don't worry about a refund. She's like, I just can't stay here. So I think it's people also, if they have abilities or they attract that kind of spiritual energy that kicks up the stuff as well, so. That's interesting. It, it's, yeah, I guess it would make sense that some people are maybe more susceptible or like open, open to that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you're like the ghost whisperer and you're a spirit and you're like trying to make yourself known and doing all these things and they don't get it because they're not a believer and they're like, right. oh, it's the wind or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then somebody comes in and they can hear you or they can see you and you can talk to them. You're, gonna take you're probably going to, yeah. yeah. For sure. So I, I used to, and I've changed my tune lately, 
But I used to, when, the, when they would come in, I would like recognize that they were there. I'd be like, I, I feel you and like talk to them. And then if they got to be kind of bad, I would yell, get out, get out, get out. And I've woken myself up almost screaming that before too. Just get out, get out, get out. And now I just ignore them. So I think that if they know that you know they're there, they're gonna try to like, and I don't know, there's like, is it, un is it unfinished business? Do I need to help them do something? But I would have no idea. Like, <laughs> how would I do? Because I can't hear them. I don't. I don't have abilities. Like I, I know what it feels like from living here for nearly a decade. So I know what it feels like. But I don't walk into other places around the country and I'm like, oh, oh I see dead people. Yeah, yeah. But I can feel. I know what it feels like. Yeah, and I think that energy. sometimes they come to me because I can be like, okay, I, I recognize that. I feel that. I know what it feels like. They have yeah. like a certain energy they vibrate at, and you can. It's unmistakable. Mm -hmm. You know. So have you ever had anybody like, other than the lady you were just talking about, like get up and leave in the middle of the night or be like, nope, not gonna stay here because something weird happened to me and I'm just not gonna stay here. <laughs> yeah, there, there's been a few and there was one, watch, I'll read you this text because she, so she just sent like, it and I was like, oh, very timely. <laughs> so she sent this, she was here, um, let's see, like Thursday and Friday night. And we were talking about ghost stuff. Uh, Do you ever get tired of talking about ghost stuff? <laughs> no, I mean, kind of, but it's it's easy um, conversation to have, you know, and people are interested in it, so sure. I get it. And it's fun now, you know, it's it's 12.30 on a Sunday, and we're talking about ghosts, and it's, yeah. like, daytime and stuff. And it's an not amazing scary. trolley with beer in it. Like, yeah. it doesn't get much better than that, to be honest. Yeah. So it's, it's good. It's, like, jokey, like, oh, I've been attacked in my sleep, and there's been demons and blah, 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 whatever, but then... Uh, darkness falls and it's <laughs> one in the morning and you're awoken by something and it's not it's not as yeah. as fun it's that not cool jovial. so like yeah. I was here for nine and a half years in the last few months I was living here I had just this terrible anxiety about going to sleep at night I wouldn't go to bed till two or three because I, I knew yeah. right away I mean they were just it was like every night something was happening and it was it's it wasn't scary it was annoying it was like having a neighbor that's partying all the time or dog I'm barking just trying to get some solid sleep here like, and oh like you would they are they're noisy they come in the room they like trip and fall over stuff and you hear things moving and you hear oh my stuff God, they're drunk they are <laughs> and they're 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 they come up on the bed you can feel them come on the bed and so now anytime like the, the, the sheets move a little bit. I'm like, was that you? You know, to my girlfriend, is that you? Because I'm like, it's really weird, done a real number on me. Like, it's yeah. like a PTSD type of thing. Oh, wow. And then they would like, one time I remember recently looking up at the ceiling. This is, I still have the, the headboard. So it's still there, even though they were like, you're, you're, you're dumb. I'm like, I get it. But it's, it's, you know, I don't have anything else. I need a headboard. <laughs> it's just like more work to do. Albuquerque, if you can get this man a headboard, yeah, please. Still need one, actually. Not a haunted one, but uh. yeah, exactly. It's preferably not a portal. Yeah. Yeah, no portals, please. But I remember like feeling this thing come in, and I'm like still awake, and I'm like it's like 2:30. I'm like, oh damn it, here it comes, and I look up, and there, and it's dark in the room, and there's this weird like black lacy cloud type thing, like a spider webby sort of thing that comes floating down. And it's like spiraling out like Stranger Things S type of thing. And I'm looking at it and I'm watching it kind of make its way. And I'm like, is that like, like I haven't slept, been asleep yet. So I'm yeah. like just lying down and it comes down close to me and I feel the energy on it. So I kind of bat at it and it goes, Go away. like flies up like a jellyfish, like floats up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So that was something. Yeah, so they yeah. come in different forms and do different things. But like I told you earlier, 
I used to be like the person that wanted to go stay at the haunted places. Now you're like, I just want to get some freaking sleep. I do. <laughs> I do. Like, I don't want to. It's changed living here. So we, we stayed in Santa Fe, um, my girlfriend and I, for anniversary back in April at La Posada. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is awesome. Historic hotel. Haunted. Also haunted, yeah. So we're, we're going to bed and this thing like right around midnight or whatever it doesn't matter what time it is it's just that's about what time it was it's not the witching hour it just it, it's dark out it comes in the room when i'm not sleeping and i feel it like at the foot of the bed and then it comes up on the bed and i'm like get out my girlfriend's asleep i'm like get out it's our anniversary leave us alone yeah and she gets up and goes to the bathroom she comes back and she's like there's a ghost in here and i was like yes this this the for the past hour and it kept me up the entire night uh. And it was just, it was it was not fun. You couldn't go to sleep because it feels like there's somebody watching you and they are, or they're on the bed. It's like an icky feeling. It's yeah. like gross, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt in Portland. It's no, so that's, that's yeah. exactly how it was at the Crystal Hotel in Portland. No, for sure. Yeah. It was an icky feeling. Yeah. I yeah. totally get that. I totally get that. just like the, the watched thing, I don't know, maybe that might be in my head. And, no, because yeah. I felt it too. And it was like one of those things where we were both kind of like tossing and turning and we're yeah. like, ah, like what? Ah, like... What is this? Like, it was like you were so wound up and you right, just right. could not relax. You couldn't settle in because it yeah. just felt like somebody was like. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I want to hear the text, too. Yeah, the text. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I yeah. was. Uh, we, we, we distracted. This is what ADHD <laughs> times two in a married couple looks like. It's just like rabbit uh, hole, yeah. rabbit hole, rabbit Mo hole. We'll if, get there. If you want an entertaining morning, come to our house Before at about coffee, yeah. seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, actually, I just texted it to my friend who's a psychic that, oh. that saw the little Maria girl crossover, so that will be easier to I need to, to talk to up. a good psychic. I have some questions. Many questions, actually. <laughs> so here, here's the text. This is from a guest um, that stayed. This was here. She stayed here. Uh, it was Friday night. She texted me this yesterday morning, Saturday morning. Good morning! Exclamation point. So, I didn't want to say anything last night because I thought I was maybe dreaming. But I saw the same guy in my room again last night. It still could be a dream, but I've seen ghosts in the past. It's so weird, though. Have you heard of a guy that's in a yellow and white 50s burger joint uniform with the paper hats they used to wear? The first night, he just slipped into our bedroom along the wall quick and disappeared. Last night, same thing, but he held out a burger to me and was laughing. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Which yeah. is creepy, right? I'm picturing creepy, like, but, in the middle of the night. But it's like, it's like, ta burger? like taunting you, like yeah. Are it's you weird. Hungry? I was picturing like good, like good burger. Yeah, here's like, here's yeah, your yeah. order. Yeah, definitely um, not that. Not not a good burger. And he and, and he said he she said was I just dreaming? Question mark question mark question mark. The only thing I could think of is the grocery store that was here. Then maybe. Also, there was a blood-curdling scream here last night. It sounded like it came from the room next to us, but it could have been from outside on the street side. I don't know, but it really freaked me out. LOL. <laughs> LOL, I don't know. Oh, interesting. That's, yeah. that, is, that would be, yeah, I'm the burger thing. I'm inclined the burger thing is maybe, because there's not a burger connection here, but it could be that a guy just came through because it's a portal and yeah. things come through here and it's attached because there's all kinds of little ghosts here and so you're all my little buddies are here. We're going to hang out. It's like going to be also, Lawless Roadhouse. Do whatever again. But I'm, I, I 
I think that was probably a dream, but who knows, you know? You should probably start serving burgers here. Yeah, there Just, it is. That, yeah. and that's and really that's, what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. And they need to wear yellow uh, 1950s garb. And you got it, yeah, there needs hat. to be a burger. Th there should be like a haunted burger party, I feel oh, like. Like a guy time. offering a burger and laughing and like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the cursed burger. burger. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm all, was there green chili? Could you see green Red chili on green. the burger? If yeah. you saw green, it probably did happen. If there wasn't chili on it, you probably drink yes, it because this is New Mexico. Right, yeah, right. We, don't exactly. drink, we don't eat regular burgers. Well, great, now I'm hungry. I feel like if I was a ghost, though, like of all the things I could haunt people with, I wouldn't be like, Handed him a burger. I don't know. I just, I'm like, yeah. of all the things, I always think about ghosts. Like, I don't know if you've seen that show, Los Spookies. Oh, awesome. I, HBO, yeah. yeah. Emerson. I always Hilarious. picture, like, so I good. want ghosts to be, like, the little demon lady. Like, that's what I picture. I'm like, that's what I want, you know? <laughs> She's kind of, kind of well, scary. She's creepy looking, yeah. <laughs> but, like, when she talks, you're just like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 That's what I, that's what I want. <laughs> and I think they're like, I've had experiences here. Most of the time they're ghosts or whatever that is, where it was formerly human, I yeah. think. Yeah. And then there's matter entities that according to the psychics, they were not once human. They've never been human. They were demons. Like one, there's this one instance with the succubus, which is profiled on the ghost adventures show. But I, 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 I listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts. Yeah. And um, I've come up with like kind of a theory. So I think that that ghost basically similar to, um, okay, so it's like this. Most of them that I've found here are, are male. Yeah. And I think that they're scared of maybe how they lived in life and they don't want to know, they, they don't want to cross over because they think they might be going to hell. They're worried about judgment. So they, mm. so there's this, I thought about that. you get like a small window and like, here's the light or whatever it is. Do I go into it? And does that light go straight like, down? Does that catapult me to wherever I, yeah. So I think that they were crappy people in life. Yep. And so instead, they stick around this like limbo thing, mm -hmm. and there's no rules for them. They're stuck, but there's no rules. They can mess with you. They were crappy in life. They're gonna be crappy as They're a spirit. They're still in their own. So they like they get off on like taunting you. And when when my dog was here, Murray, you know, they would they would torment him and taunt him, you know. And I think that they're just crappy people in life, and they remain crappy in death, and they don't want to play by the rules of the universe. And so they just you know. There, no one tells them what to do, and they just kind of band together, and they just kind of pick on people. I think that's mostly what it is. And I think the little girl, Maria, I think that maybe she wasn't a crappy person, obviously, but she just didn't know how to cross over or how to leave or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, but that's what I'm... I've actually thought about that, too, and yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me, because I think if you are if you know, if you have, like, a moral compass in life, and you feel like, I did some really crappy things... Yeah, you're scared like, of you're what You're going to be scared of, like, happen. of, like, if you think there's a judgment, or you're still there after your physical body dies, you're like, oh, crap, like... I'm in trouble, right? So like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to have to take responsibility for all that mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm just going to hang out here and just prolong this. Yeah. It's like, there's no rules. You can do whatever you want. There's people who are like your prey. You can mess with them and be like a little jokester and stuff, you know? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we'll never really know until we get there, Yeah. but hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully yeah. I don't get stuck, you know, I don't know. For somewhere me crappy. <laughs> For me, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've had any sort of like experiences outside like like a handful, but I, I remain. I haven't, but I have. I mean, yeah, there's just a just, handful. Yeah, I mean, five. well, there's just like the the 
the the Portland thing, and then yeah. one time, like in college, I spent the night at my friend's house, and I woke up, and there was like a it was a room full of people, and I'm like, okay, do you guys see this? They're like my friend and his girlfriend are in the same room, and they're like, but sleeping. your friend's girlfriend was into some weird shit too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I and feel I'm like, like I'm like, do you guys see? Like, there's like a bunch of tall figures, and they're really dark. And like they're all around. You guys see this? And I started to freak out because they wouldn't wake up. And I'm like, am I dreaming? Like, what is this? But like outside, <laughs> outside of those outside two, of those two um, very significant. Things. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> it was pretty terrifying. But like, I don't know if I was just like, I don't know, hungover or what. But well, I feel like I also feel like New Mexico, and I say this all the time, and I'm going to bring it back to New Mexico because I always do. I feel like the land here is also really I don't say charged that sounds really hokey no but that makes sense but exactly I would say it is kind of charged there's a lot of stuff I mean there's been a lot of bloodshed there's been Conflicts. generations of conflict yeah, yeah. there's been I mean Native Americans here for well, so way before even the conflicts yeah. we're talking about I mean there's just so much there's here. A, a history the New Mexico history person I don't know what the, his title is but his last name is Martinez and I was watching this interview with him and he was saying like there is this weird, like not not weird, but it's sort of like a forgotten period. Like the, the Spanish era was over. We're still like a territory that you know we're sort of untouched. Not a whole lot of population, but during this time there was. Did you ever read the book uh, Bless Me Ultima? No. With like, uh, yeah, so, so. I didn't grow up here, so it wasn't forced on me. <laughs> well, it was like reading in yeah, yeah, I should, though. School, I should. It's, it's kind of on my list. It's but quite, like, yeah. people were very spiritual, not just with like Catholicism, well, but like with uh, yeah, curanderas and, like, and, and brujas and like very, very much in that sort of like realm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, even Catholicism, from what I understand, is not like closely monitored because we were so rural and like you have this well and you like, have that intermixing yeah. of like traditional folk like yeah. magic and practice so, yeah, I mean, in there too so it's a, kind of this hybrid yeah, thing. maybe the land is charged I mean and no I feel I, I think you're onto something yeah. I mean I, I think so yeah. we and I've talked about us when we lived in Santa Fe when we were first married mm -hmm. I always felt like that area in Santa Fe that we lived in was really um I don't say heavy but it, it felt mm -hmm. heavy like there was a lot yeah, there like, and it was a beautiful like, area like physically beautiful really really old area of santa fe off yeah. agua fria but kind Guadalupe. of plaza. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's where your family mm -hmm. you know for generations lived and but that land there just always felt really heavy to me hmm. yeah so it's just, it's just no, interesting to it. me i believe yeah. all that stuff yeah yeah so i want to circle back around to cleansings and I want to ask you, kind of, what do you do in a case where maybe you think your space is haunted or there's something there? Based on your experience, what would you say you should do and what would you say you should not do? Don't go and just start doing something you don't know what you're doing. Right. There are people who will come and do this, and I've met dozens over the years. And, and t tonight, actually, we're doing another investigation. There's people who are coming here to do stuff. Is it a show, or is it just? Uh, it's actually, uh, and if you grew up in Albuquerque, you know this name, T.J. Trout. He was oh. on 94 Rock in the mornings, and he yeah. always has Cynthia Hess, was a local psychic. So they're coming here tonight with Cody Polston, who. Okay. Yes, I've seen Cody's work. Yeah, and he's written books on you know ghosts in, in Albuquerque, and uh, they're coming here to do an investigation. But there, I would probably turn to if you feel like you're being haunted or you have a ghost, I would go on like Facebook or Instagram or social media and post something and ask, do you know somebody? And then talk to them and say, well, what's your method? What have you done before? You know, it's so weird because they, they all, they're all different. Like I've, I've, I showed the video during the Bruise and Booze tour of them doing this demon trap which it worked i felt like it worked like it made me feel better the energy changed well as we look at it yeah and then the other people who who were also 
a psychic and they do cleansings they're like oh and they let you keep it and you should have and then this and you burned the Ouija I mean there's so there's so many different conflicting things different schools of thought on maybe certain yeah but I mean I tend to so Samantha Madrid she's the neighbor she's on Instagram as Sacred Moon S-A-K-R-I-D she's legit she's the one her family built this place she grew up here she does this for a living so she embraces it so I would reach out to her She's done three or four cleansings here. I can always feel a difference. Like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And there's people that have done cleansings here where I'm like, I, I don't know that they knew what they were doing and I don't know. So it's, it always feels different though after, you know, we, we had told Samantha that there were spirits that followed us to our new house. And she did a cleansing here this past February on the full moon. And I said, do you need to come to our house now? And she's like, no, I, I cleansed it. There, I severed the link. And then sure it. enough, like things were <laughs> fine. But then we went on our our ghost tour with some friends, Alba Creepy Ghost Walk. And that night, like stuff was happening, like really crazy stuff was happening. And now it's been happening ever since. So I don't okay. know if I brought something from that tour. You say really or crazy. Like, parts. what do you mean? I'm sorry, rabbit so hole. We got home from that tour, so it's like it's called. I'm sorry, Alba. I'm so fascinated no, 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 by this. Good. I'm Talk like, I don't know how, how much yeah. time do you have? It's still like, daylight, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Before I turn into yeah, the, the sunsets, we're out. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Bye, been fun. See you later. Have fun in your trolley alone. <laughs> I know. So we we do the Alba Creepy Ghost Walk in Old Town, and it's like part pub crawl, part ghost tour. So we get back to our house in the downtownish area, and it's a new house, 2020. Yeah. And we're watching like a movie or something, and we have this this new dog, Ipa, named like like IPA. Ipa. Oh yeah. yeah. And she's you know kind of near the TV, and she's like barking or whatever, and she never barks. She's been like weird and stuff. And like right at midnight, all the lights turn out because I have them like on like Alexa timers yeah. and stuff, so they go out and it's like no big deal. But the TV turns off, goes to black. And the Blu-ray comes on, and so basically it just had switched the input, so the TV goes black. So not a big deal, and I yeah. get it. But like nothing touched the Blu-ray to do that. The remote's yeah. not near me, and so we're all okay. That's interesting. And I'm like, oh well, what it was was the Blu-ray switched the input like, from Apple TV. So go. I'm like, let's <laughs> okay. not panic. Yeah. But then my phone's sitting next to me, and my girlfriend gets up to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, honey, you're, you're FaceTiming me. My phone starts FaceTiming. And I'm like, you're FaceTiming me, and she's like, my phone's in the bedroom. And I hear, like, on the other side of the house, her phone ringing, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. And so... I'm, like, getting creeped out. I'm, like, seriously, no, it was, like, I'm it was, to get, like, It was real, real yeah. weird. Yeah. So the next morning, I was like, what, like, how did your phone do that? And it turned out my phone had FaceTimed her. So my phone was like FaceTiming her. And so I think these things can manipulate electronics. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen it. I've had weird things happen here when I was living here where like I'd be listening to Pandora going to sleep at night, little speaker. And then all of a sudden I would hear like piano playing. We had that happen in our house. Do you remember that? Sam. When we woke up in the middle of the night and there was like that music playing and I was like, what is that? I don't yeah. remember that. And our was, speaker just went off playing. in the middle of the night and it was calm. Yeah. And okay. I've had another time where it was the morning time and I was hearing voices and I said, Alexis, I thought maybe I fell asleep with the podcast and the podcast came on. And I said, I pressed the pause button to stop it. And she goes, what would you like me to play next? And I was like, oh shit. So that was, I was hearing voice. Like I heard yeah. a whole conversation like, that was happening at my sounds. bedside and it was really happening. It wasn't coming from the speaker. So <laughs> I don't know. I think they're able to manipulate 
the energy from electronics. We've seen the smoke detector do weird stuff like shooting a beam of light out of it. I mean, it's weird, <laughs> weird stuff where that's why I, you know, I don't live here anymore. It was, it got to be too much. And if I hadn't met my girlfriend Candy and I would have stayed here still, but it was kind of like she saved me from maybe. She's like, look, it's time for us to move. <laughs> like, yeah. It's time I mean, for you to go. There were, there were times, there was one time in particular where it wasn't too long ago something came into the room and in my mind's eye you know i didn't see them in my eyes i i could see them and there was like six guys came into the room and there was one guy like an old, creepy old man wearing like a beat-up cowboy hat and he had like a like a cane with like a rattle on it and he was at the right to my legs like doing weird stuff with the rattle and my heart was sure, racing nope, nope nope and it was like they wouldn't leave and i was looking for the ghost girl maria and i she, that's the time where i think that they were way too oppressive mm -hmm. and they weren't wouldn't let her in the room and it was i, I describe it like if you've seen hocus pocus where the witches like suck the life mm -hmm. from the children they're like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah breathing in their or it felt like that and i i'm just terrified i've never been scared here until that one time mm -hmm. and i was thinking to myself like am i stupid for staying here and then it went away and then five minutes later it came back to like feed on me more and it just was like it was like terror i've never experienced terror that was like terror it yeah. was it was scary yeah that's yeah uh, i would have been out like the first the first instance <laughs> but you know it's like yeah but it's like where, where do i go yeah. or like you're invested here all this morning so like i would never drive off in the middle of the night you hear stories like that yeah. oh, they left in the middle of the night left all their stuff nobody who would do that nobody would do that that just makes for like a crazy story yeah which i was like really going big. back to like people just like want to hear we like hearing stories good stories you know and they're they're great but it's like i try to tell them like as they actually happens right. so they're not the i woke up and it was you know oh, 3 13 a.m and <laughs> it just doesn't have it doesn't happen like that it just yeah. doesn't not here at least it's in it's interesting our it's intersection between like lore and yeah. like and like what we think a good ghost story should have versus the experience that people actually share you're like okay yeah i get it like you're just trying to fluff the story a little bit like cool yeah. oh yeah is there a certain place in the comp compound is it like I mean, in the area sure. building compound. compound? Yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah. what you refer to it as, but that seems to be the most active or the most haunted. Is there like a room in particular or is it just kind of all over the place? I mean, where I lived, my apartment, which um, was the owner's suite. So, I, I mean, I lived there for nine and a half years. And so now I have some guests that have moved in on like a month to month type of thing. Oh, wow. And so I've named that suite <laughs> like Jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E, because -S all the other rooms are like I-E. So there's Jesse, there's Lizzie, Lottie, and Charlie, named after Charlie, who ran the saloon and grocery store. So they, they're in there now, but that's where, I mean, I never slept in any of the other rooms here. Okay. So I think mine was most haunted, because I would have stuff come in during the night, and I would feel like I'm being possessed, and then I would talk to the people staying on the other side of my bed, basically, through two feet of adobe and I'm like, did anything happen last night? And they're like, oh, we slept fine, you know? So, <laughs> like, so that apartment, cool. I think, is really, really active. And even when they, my friend was here the other day for the for the ghost tour, she was like, that shadow thing's back. And I'm like, okay, you know? So well, I, I think that one is the most haunted. But if, in terms of ones you can book overnight, the Lottie suite, the two bedroom, mm -hmm. there's one bedroom. Um, you walk down this hallway, it's on the left-hand side. So on the west end that's where i hear people saying most of the stuff like there was a guy from san diego a few months ago like a dude like a dude's dude like a bro yeah, yeah. and i'm telling ghost is that, stories is that baggins kind of man like a zach baggins type of dude <laughs> and he's like not believing in ghosts didn't know this place was haunted and so i'm telling ghost stories he's been a good sport about it whatever you know 
And then the next day he texts me and he was in that bedroom. And I didn't say that was the bedroom that like stuff goes yeah. off in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, he's like, dude, I just had the scariest moment of my life last night. He's like, for like a minute, I woke up and there was something on me and I couldn't move. It was like paralyzing me. Like wow. something was on me and it felt female and it was like, forcing me into yeah. the bed. I'm like, well, I've had the same thing happen before. Like, I wasn't like, going to tell you I told you so, but... <laughs> I'm all, yeah, that's uh, like, yeah, I told you. Like, yeah. dude, so I'm glad you you have, an, have had an experience now and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So this place, I mean, people are staying here having experiences and just telling these tales all across the country, you know, in the what world. What good publicity, cool. though, for yeah, real. Right. I mean, it's like, well, no, I think it's, I think it's cool that you've, like, embraced it and you've kind of made it part of its identity yeah. and you're like, you know what, it is what it is. If you're into that, come on down. If not, okay, fine, have a beer at least in the yeah, trolley during the day. Sur- it's the real deal. I'm not manufacturing any stories. We're not promoting ourselves as, like, this is not haunted bed and brew, but there are ghosts here. And so yeah. it's also a warning, like, if you're not into it maybe don't stay here and if you are then we we welcome you to come and have an experience because it's it's not everybody has had something you know it's like a really interesting to have like a legitimate ghostly paranormal something you can't explain experience and i think that this is a place where you can really have that yeah i think it's really cool too like the connection with history too like the building the the trolley the pictures like you just think about all of this I guess, uh, lived experience from other humans. And it's just, I don't know that I'm, I'm fascinated with that. Like I'm looking at your pictures. I'm looking at your license plates. We're, we're in the trolley. I know, we're on this great. historic piece of land. I don't know. It's, it's all really fun. I think. Yeah. yeah. The property, it almost is alive. It has like, it's, it's, and you can feel it some days it's like hurting and some days it's, it's good and positive. And there's other days where it feels a little dark and it just, it's like a living creature basically, yeah. you know? <laughs> Which is really cool. So if somebody wants to come and stay here, how can they find you? Uh, what's the what's the system? What do they need to do? Uh, and uh, tell us a little bit about how you can stay here if you want to and sort of what they can expect. Right. So you can book uh, breakfastisoverrated.com or bedandbrew.com. Got that domain. Nice. Um, nice. So stay the night. Uh, if you don't want to stay the night, you can also go to, we have a page on the site for Ghost Light Saloon, or you can go to ghostlightsaloon.com. And you can come to our hoppy hour we do every day with guests between 5.05 and 6. It's a, it's a ticketed, so you, it's $15. You get a free beer with it, and you get an extra hour. So it's 15 bucks for two hours and a free drink, basically. So you're in this trolley car with, local, with people who are staying the night. Or come on our Brews and Booze Tour. That's $35 on Hold My Ticket. Gets a free free beer as well. It's two hours of tour and seeing the demon traps and the Ouija board burning, all that crazy stuff. Um, or if you want to book this Ghost Light Saloon for a 40th birthday party or a special hey. occasion. Hint, hint. Yeah. I might be doing that in November. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we got those up on Hold My Ticket as well, which is all local ticketing platform. Those are available 6.30 to 9. So you're paying a fee for the trolley uh, for the Ghost Light Saloon. It's just you, 13 people total. So there's 13 seats in here and you get a private bartender and you know we've got eight local beers on tap our own beer coming soon we've got a hard cider we got a hard seltzer got snacks so that's snacks, cool I'll be yeah here. that's so <laughs> yeah. fun i i i love this little trolley i mean we're just kind of hanging out in here but it's this is so it's a so rad cool. place yeah. to drink a beer just yeah. hang out in right like yeah, it's yeah. like a secret like it's a clubhouse it feels right. cool yeah. yeah and it's air conditioned and yeah. like, i know even better <laughs> <laughs> and you also run the trolley here in albuquerque tell us a little bit yep. about that so uh yeah mike silva and i started abq trolley co back in 2009 with the trolley not this trolley but an actual uh trolley we had built in medford oregon so it's the only 
Lindsay. Yep, Oregon. Yeah, Lindsay's from Oregon. Yeah, I just, you know, remember that thing. It's, a, it's an open-air trolley. It's covered in stucco, which is super cool. It goes by Painted Lady, actually. I, just, I saw it when I was coming here this morning, actually, which was really cool. Like, there's my trolley. Yeah. There it goes. So we, we've got the trolley. We have the Alba Creepy Ghost Walk, which I mentioned is super cool. The Duke City Peddler, which is our 14-person party bike that does a little loop around the Old Town Plaza of different breweries. And then uh, ABQ in a Box, which is real big during the holidays. So if you have somebody who's moved away, like a brother, and they want a taste of the city, abqinabox.com. And hey. our website for that is just tour, tourabq.com. Nice. You have a lot of stuff going. That's great. But I love that it's all local stuff. That's that's yes. awesome. Yeah. And these are all really good ideas for celebrating local, buying local for the holidays, mm -hmm. staycationing local if you want, mm -hmm. um, and then just doing something fun for, you know, like the Halloween season. It's coming up. That's, you know, this is our this is mm -hmm. our Halloween episode. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Very exciting. Yes. 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 This yes. is the Halloween episode. Yes, you are Sweet. it. You're cool. Halloween episode so well yeah go to our site also there's an upcoming events tab and so we're we're opening up this like beer garden area again we haven't done it since COVID so we got you know uh, magic shows happening we've got a, a paint night coming up soon um, so it's it's back kind it's of it's happening. back it's cool alright yeah. um, you get it before the important question can I real quick uh <laughs> Our camera stopped working, so oh, this is going to be on YouTube. But is it haunted or did it just? I don't know. It just, no, it does. This when Ghost Adventures was here and other places, they do have issues with draining batteries. So no, the battery is just like completely toasted, and I I charged it, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it has happened. So. <laughs> but we'll have some of it on YouTube. But anyways, like uh, I wanted to show, and maybe I'll put a picture. Um, the sticker. Oh, the, the, oh yeah. I'll so take well, what's the What's the uh, the the butterfly in the lantern? Is there is there any background behind? Did you already did you did you already mention that? Or? No, I didn't. But so you, I wanted it to be so painted lady. Is, so painted lady was a term used for prostitutes in the 1800s because proper women did not wear makeup. Mm. So our logo for that is like the corset with a, a, a butterfly, and the butterfly's mm. wings are like hops, like hop plant. Okay, like so mm. the it's like the hoppy hoppy butterfly sure. uh painted lady is also a type of butterfly so if you look at the mural over there to your right side you have like the the painted lady who i interpret it as she used to work here but she's made it out of that life she's got on she has gold earrings she's nicely dressed and she's looking at a butterfly which mm -hmm. i think is like her former self kind mm -hmm. of flying off into the night mm -hmm. and also representing all these women who i don't know their names who worked here mm -hmm. and were um, i mean not enslaved but it was they did not yeah. have a good life here yeah. so on the ghost light logo you've got a woman who's like a ghost wearing the corset you've got the butterfly and she's holding the lantern like a ghost holding a light with the this is like the beam of light coming from it so ghost light so she's like kind of trying to find her way How i love that out. no these stickers are really cool i like this i think last time we had looked at the we saw the other ones which were really cool too you have a lot yeah, of good take merch. whatever i got I a lot of stickers yeah. <laughs> i got one of you guys stickers from last time we too. need to redo stickers we've been yeah. really bad about that um since before COVID, we're like, we should make more stickers. Yeah. Still working on that. Sign an image um, factory up in Knob Hill. Those are the guys. Right. All right. Hey, there you go. Hey, Shout out. Control. Sign you an image. What? Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Check Good it out. to know. I know. I like the, I like the local yeah. referral. I have, so. I have the, the, the JPEG or whatever the file is. So <laughs> let's just get it done. Let's get it done. All right. All right. All right. So. Uh, last question, and uh, I don't you know, know if you want to change this up from the last uh, ep episode, but red or green? 
Oh, you know, it has changed, because last time I guessed before Ryan even asked it, I said green. <laughs> yeah, because you did um, your homework. Yeah, I think I, I think I go now Christmas, although I feel weird saying Christmas. It feels like it was just something we made up for tourists, so I usually just yeah. say both. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of true. I feel like Christmas is more of like a, it's like a tourist I I, I heard the background thing. story some t- sometime, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But anyways, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, both. I never okay. do red alone. I'll either do red yeah. with green or just green. I never do red alone. For some reason. I don't know. I just, I just need the green. Love yeah, the green. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to go somewhere locally or maybe statewide, we'll open it up a little bit. Where do you go? And what do you order? I mean, I think I I had never ordered enchiladas in my life until a week ago. We were in Santa Fe at Harry's Roadhouse, and they had these like turkey red chili enchiladas with a blue corn. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing it. I've never nice. ordered enchiladas. I've had them, obviously, but I've never ordered it. I'm always like a sasabapia, tacos, or burrito. Mm. And so that, that was awesome. It was my first time there. It did not disappoint. I have it's not been aw- there yet, and it's, it's on awesome. my list it's also. Totally I've never good. even heard of it before. It was <laughs> rad. So yeah, Harry's, I think it's called Harry's Roadhouse. Yeah, but in the, in the neighborhood, usually, Cocina Azul, or like locals will, or visitors will stay here in the trolley and ask for restaurants. And now I say Cocina Azul or Monroe's. Yeah. They're yeah. both yeah. walking distance. The they both kill it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Definitely. Nice. That's awesome. And okay, let me just, I'm going to take that one, sure. one question further just because, you know, we're wrapping it up, but we're sitting here looking at a bunch of taps. If you're going to pair really delicious enchiladas with a local beer in here, possibly, what's your choice? <laughs> Out of these ones I have on tap yeah. here? Yeah. Oh man, that's difficult. There's I, so many. I think... Last time I talked about Elevated, La Cumbre's Elevated, oh, and yeah. like a great IPA is always my go-to. But I've been just loving, Still Bender has an Italian Pilsner called Esmeralda. Okay. And nice. I've just been drinking the crap out of it. It's like a hoppy mm. Pilsner. It's amazing. It's like very, like spritzy. It's a good one. So I, I recommend it to a lot of people. I so see I, that you have Pumpkin awesome. Noir too, which is like my favorite seasonal. Oh, like fall is like the best Jeez. beer season. We're right by Marvel too. I know. Oh, <laughs> so thirsty. So many good beers. I know. No, that's awesome. No, I just, I had to ask because it's like, if like, again, we'll show this on, on YouTube, but you've got Harmon Lane, you've got Marble, you've got uh, Santa Fe Brewing, you've got Ex Novo. I mean, La Cumbre, Bosque, Steelbender, and Tractor. Tractor. So you've got all the mm-hmm. all the heavy hitters all of local beers. Hitters. And a demon yeah. trap. And a demon and trap. The, and the demon traps. And, and <laughs> my favorite, the, the brewery I recommend to everybody, my favorite, if they ask, is uh, Gravity Bound. Wearing the shirt right now. And I know they were on They're the podcast. Solid people. Those guys them. just came out right away. Just killing it. If you're an IPA person or sour, like, they just... Passionate about their beers too, and they offer like good kombucha. Like if you're not a beer drinker, there's something for you, and their kombucha is just as good. Like yeah. it's oh, yeah. solid. You solid can mix uh, a little bit of kombucha with one of their sours, and like it changes it entirely. It's oh, good. Wow. It gives it like a little more of like a little weird zing. But yeah, those guys are awesome. So I want. I told Chris, I'm like trying to get some of their beer on tap, but eventually we'll see. So go. Albuquerque, if you have a suggestion for a drink called the Demon Trap, or you have any ideas about like maybe what you think that should look like on a trolley, like hit us up, send us your suggestions. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get them over here to Jesse for you. <laughs> That's all I've got, though. I mean, right. I really appreciate you taking yeah, thanks, your time to thanks, talk ghosts and spooks and haunted stuff and trolleys and everything mm-hmm. in between. All right. Ha- awesome. Happy Halloween, everybody. Have a good one. What's Up ABQ is back. We have more interviews with lovers, creators, doers, and dreamers of ABQ and beyond. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram and send us a message if you or somebody you know is interested in an interview. And as always, we support ABQ locals free of charge. We love you, ABQ. It's good to be back, and we'll be telling you soon, What's Up ABQ?